One of the reasons why we find it so hard to stick to our goals and to achieve what we want in life is because quite often we've limited ourselves without us even knowing it. And today, in this episode of The Word Affairs, we're going to talk about this and the three ways you are limiting yourself and the ways to fix it. Let's go. Assalamu alaikum guys and welcome back to another episode of The Word Affairs in 2024. Alhamdulillah we are starting off the year with a brand new episode and the very first episode of 2024 with many 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 more episodes to come inshallah. Today we are going to be talking quite a bit about ourselves. We're going to be focusing on ourselves, we're going to be motivating ourselves because quite frankly it is the first of well the first month of the year and this is the time when many 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 of us have sat down wrote our goals out decided how we're going to entirely revolutionize our life and then by the end of January perhaps even the beginning of February a lot of us fail slack forget or lose motivation to do so so that is what we are trying to avoid and the very first way of actually sticking to what you want to do and actually allowing yourself to achieve that potential is quite frankly within yourself you need to look into yourself because that is the first place you are going to entirely revolutionize your life it's not going to come from an outside source it's not going to come from buying new products it's not going to come by um buying new um courses listening to more speeches um and going to the gym at five in the morning it's not going to come from anywhere there it will eventually come from there but right from the very beginning it's going to come from yourself so there are actually three ways that you may be limiting yourself and causing more damage to the way you are as a person and your mindset that you don't even realize that you're doing you don't even realize you are limiting yourself in these three ways you don't even realize that you are you are treating yourself inferiorly compared to other people and you're treating yourself as a second citizen without you even realizing that you don't know so today we're going to be talking about the three ways that you may be doing this and the three ways to fix this let's go and get started with that the very first thing that you're probably doing to yourself without even realizing it is you are talking to yourself in a way that you would never talk to someone else let's discuss this one so Quite often, the way we talk to other people is in an entirely different way. You are going to speak to people that you know, perhaps your family, perhaps your friends, perhaps your colleagues at work, perhaps someone that you may even see when you go into a shop, okay? You want to buy a product from them, they're the shopkeeper, they may be an assistant in the shop working, you want to ask them a question, you need some information on a product, something like that. Someone on social media, you may be talking to these people in the nicest and kindest of ways because quite frankly, you want something from them. The person that you are seeing inside the shop that you need to buy a product from or you need more information about, you're going to speak to them in such a way that is going to make them want to help you. The way you talk to a family with love, with care, with attention, with respect is all because you have a good bond with them and you want to make sure you are establishing and maintaining that bond, okay? With your friends, you have, again, a bond of love, a bond of happiness, a bond of familiarity with those people and you want to maintain that bond. You would not speak to your friends derogatively, perhaps even for a second as a joke or an inside joke or some sort of sarcastic response or humorous. That is something entirely different. But overall, you would never talk to them in a way that is belittling them that is demeaning them, that is undermining them. That's simply something you would not do because you know if you were to take that step, you would break that friendship, you would hinder it or you would cause a distance and eventually you would be cut off because of the way you talk and your actions and your responses. 
These are all relationships that you gain something from because it works both ways. The shopkeeper is going to get something from you once they actually respond to how you speak and they want to help you, they will get something from you because they are earning your money once you decide to buy their product. Your friends and families, it is a symbiotic relationship. You are earning something from them, they are earning something from you. There is a share of trust, of love, of respect. You can rely on each other, you find happiness in each other. It works both ways. Now this is why the one person in your life that you sometimes think it is okay to belittle, it is okay to demean, it is okay to undermine, it is okay to attack, it is okay to violate, that one person in your life is you. A lot of people and a lot of times people are talking to themselves in a way that they would never speak to someone else and that is because you think that you know the best for yourself which is true. The one person in your life that perhaps knows that you as a person knows yourself the best is quite frankly you and so what we do sometimes quite often is talk to ourselves in a very very negative way this can be things like oh I'm so stupid oh I'm so dumb I'll never understand this math question I just don't get it like why can't I be like the other students I don't deserve to be in this class I'm so dumb I'll never understand this I can't do this this isn't for me this isn't my strength I hate maths it could be something else I'll never ever ever get that degree oh my god like I'm so bad at even writing assignments I can't even do it I can't even spell for god's sake you might talk to yourself negatively in the way you look god I just need to put so much makeup on on my face every single day when I have to leave the house because I can't leave without any makeup I don't deserve to like look at me oh my god I've got such hideous ugly spots that I need to hide oh my god my hair is so thin it's so it's so flat why can't my hair be so voluminous like those girls on TikTok oh my god like I don't have the money to buy those type of clothes that's why I always look so bad when I leave the house I look so fat in this like why can't I look good oh my god I need to return this right now it doesn't look good on me like I just look fat look at my rolls stuff like this I'm so skinny oh my god my bones are sticking out this is so ridiculous all I do is keep eating and I never put any weight on all of these types of things are so negative and they are so limiting those are literally limiting beliefs you hold about yourself and no one no one is talking to you like that in that moment in that moment when you told yourself no one else turned around and said I agree no one else turned around and told you you need to tell yourself that you are not enough no one said that to you you did it to yourself sometimes we have people around us that kind of put those thoughts into our heads or they might contribute to it in a certain way which we will talk about later on but right now right here the only person talking to yourself like that is you and that is something that we don't even realize we're doing so how do these limiting beliefs actually stop us from achieving what we want you will never ever be able to achieve your goals if you don't consider yourself worthy of them by you belittling your own worth you are basically telling yourself you are not enough, you are never good enough and you will never achieve what you want to achieve. Why would you talk to yourself like that when you would never tell someone else the same thing? Even if someone came to you, for example, one of your friends, and they told you one of their goals, one of your friends had decided to go to university and to pursue a degree in accounting and finance, let's say, for example, the first thing you're going to do is celebrate their success because for you, them getting into university is a success in itself. So you're going to turn around to them and you're going to be like, oh my God, I'm so proud of you. Like you're going to smash this. Make sure you stay focused. Make sure you stay disciplined. You're going to get this. Like uni is actually so good it's gonna be such a good experience for you first year is actually so easy as well like you can do it and when they tell you that they got 75% on assignment 60% on assignment you're gonna be like oh my god like you're smashing this if you carry on you're gonna get first class 
all of these types of things you are telling them because you see their worth because you want them to achieve because you want them to succeed because you want them to get further in life but I guarantee you if that was yourself in that position you would not speak to yourself in that same way you would want other people to speak to you in that way but you would not speak to yourself in that way and that's because you don't consider yourself worthy this is the very first step in limiting yourself and you need to absolutely break this because if it carries on it will be a very negative pattern the things that happen when you talk to yourself like this is quite a lot actually you are going to first of all be breaking your own self-esteem you are going to be creating insecurities in yourself that didn't even exist at the beginning you are now creating insecurities in yourself because you demean and you look yourself in the mirror every single day and you look at yourself like you don't know that person like you aren't happy with that person like that person isn't the only person you can depend on you look at yourself as if you want to be so far away from the thing that you see in the mirror and you want to be someone totally different you you idolize the celebrities you idolize the tiktok influencers you idolize the instagram influencers you idolize the content creators you idolize the people around you you idolize the girl who lives 10 streets away from you and who got a first class degree and who is in a really good job now and it looks like she's having the great time on social media you idolize all these people around you because you think that they are nothing like you and so what you start doing is you start creating the biggest gap between your current self and your highest level self. Now, when you create goals, like for example, at the beginning of the new year, you are creating goals to become that high value self of your of you. Every single time you talk to yourself negatively, every single time you belittle yourself, every single time you undermine yourself, every single time you speak to yourself like a second class citizen, you are creating a bigger and bigger and bigger gap between your current self and that high value self. So how on earth do you expect to achieve the goals that you wrote down at the beginning of the year or maybe the week before the year and actually achieve them to get to that stage when all you keep doing is actually getting yourself further and further and further away from that future version of yourself that does not make sense and the reason it doesn't make sense is because you haven't even put yourself in that position of capability to achieve that high value level of yourself when you go for an interview the first thing that they are going to do is put you through this whole ridiculous type of long um time consuming type of application process and you're just gonna be sitting there thinking to yourself oh god like why do I have to go through this this doesn't make sense like just give me the job right nowadays when we go through jobs you've got the application that you send off you've then got to wait for an interview so you get the interview then when you're going through the interview nowadays quite a few of them for very high level jobs are going to be an hour long going to be 45 minutes long they are not just a conversation that the interviewer has with you there are also tasks there may be a writing task there may be a group task there may be some sort of mathematical task sometimes quite often for retail jobs nowadays as well you have to do an online assessment then they decide whether they want to give you the job when you do get the job you are on a probation level for about three months maybe six months maybe till they can clearly say to you like oh my god you've passed your probation period you are like term um sorry permanent with us for this position so if you're going through all of that for a job it is not because they want to put you through that pressure it's not because they want to absolutely break you it's because they want to see does this person have what it takes to be a part of our company now you can see that as a negative or a time consuming thing like I just told you 
or you could turn around and think to yourself that that is the version of myself I want to achieve working in that company and therefore I will go through all of these obstacles and all of these hurdles to get there however what you may do in that time a good high value version of yourself would do in that time is tell yourself you can do it you would motivate yourself you would tell yourself you can believe you can do it you will put in the work you will put in the effort you will recognize the work that you do and you will recognize the effort that you do to get to that position a low value version of yourself will tell tell yourself oh I won't even get through the assessment. It's so ridiculous. Like, I don't even know these answers. I might ask someone for help, but then they're gonna think like, oh, I'm just I'm just using them for help. I'm just, I don't know what I'm doing. How can I even do the job? I can't talk in an interview. I can't even hold eye contact. I don't know what I'm gonna say. What should I even wear? Like, this doesn't even fit me. Oh my God, I'm not even gonna look like I'm capable. I don't know how to do this group interview. I can't even talk to other people. They're all gonna be better than me. They're gonna be so much more worthy of this job. I'm gonna get fired. I'm not even gonna get to that position to get fired. I'm not even gonna get accepted for the job and so what you do in that time is you've got all these obstacles in front of you that may just seem normal but what you've just done is you've created them into mountains with your words that you attack at yourself every single day so what you are doing is you are putting yourself through these levels and you are creating a bigger gap you are breaking down that bridge that you could have used to get to that high value version of yourself when I was 16 I left school and I was supposed to start college in, uh, sorry, sixth form in, in, in 2016. So quite frankly, I left, um, I finished my GCSEs around, um, June time and I was off all the way till September. And what I wanted to do was I wanted to get a job. I knew I wanted a job because I wanted to make money first of all, and I wanted to add to my routine. Um, and I was not getting accepted anywhere. I must have applied for jobs at places like Pizza Hut, at KFC, at even McDonald's. Um, I applied for jobs literally everywhere so many times. I applied for jobs at Warren James. I applied for jobs at Beaverbrooks. I applied for jobs everywhere. I genuinely think with my hand on my heart, between the age of 16 till about 17, I essentially applied for about 100 jobs. I definitely agree with that. Now, obviously, this also um, prolongs to about when I was 18, actually, when I started university. And I was rejected to to all of them. I got through so many online assessments and then I'd get rejected. I would not even hear back from the employers. I literally got to a point where I would make applications with people like Tesco, with people like, um, um, you know, like I said, like KFC. And it had been so many times I had applied to them. And then um, I hadn't heard anything back from them that every six to 10 months or 12 months, what they do is they will send you an email and they will say to you that um, for the sake of GDPR, they will be deleting this account um, because, you know, it's been about six months or 12 months and they're not allowed to keep that amount of, um, they're not allowed to keep your DD details on the system for that long so you know if you ever want to make another account to apply with those that's completely fine but for now we need to delete it like that is how long I was having to wait till I got a job and I genuinely got to a point where I was just like okay I give up like I give up but the first thing that I did was I always told myself like I know that I've not got any experience so it's gonna be much harder for me to get a job so I kept applying kept applying kept applying and number two I knew that if I'm not getting a job there is probably a reason for that and that is where my belief in myself and in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala came in very very strong now then alhamdulillah I got a job at the age of uh, 17 
um, as a, a private GCC science tutor and this was like a self-employed type of job and that was like my first type of income I remember I was literally earning next to like nothing like a month um and then it slowly gradually increased and then when I was 18 um not only was I tutoring I was also um working as a customer assistant in uh boots and I did that as a temporary Christmas uh vacancy and it was great um it was a good few months of my life um however it was not um like the best type of job um now when it came to the end of Christmas they uh you know they were like oh you know the temporary contract's over and so I went back to tutoring and I never once thought to myself that oh that's because I'm not good enough never I just thought to myself that that was because it was not written for me and quite frankly it wasn't I know that if I had carried on working in that job I would have been miserable I would be earning money yes but I would be miserable I didn't like the management I didn't like really quite frankly anything there honestly I didn't like the people I worked with um anything like that so then came the time when I was um, 19 years old and I got offered, a, I applied and I got offered another Christmas temp job um, in a supermarket and I then stayed on and it was honestly, I always say this, like honestly one of the best, it was actually the best part-time job I had. I also loved teaching on the side uh, but I just loved the supermarket, it was great. I loved the people I worked with, my pay was way better than the one in Boots, everything like that. So I really, really loved it and I think to myself that if I had thought to myself I'm not worthy of it I'm not good enough perhaps that would have affected my confidence it would have affected my level of self-esteem and that would have then in turn affected how I've got that job now fast forward now to where I'm 23 turning 24 years old the job that I am in now is way more high level it is way more demanding it's way more intense but it's also full of skills that are so transferable and I have gained from the past and I will continue to gain in the future as well never in that time have I ever told myself I'm never good enough I have never ever spoke to myself like that however however going through secondary school and going through college as well I would talk to myself in fact to the point where even in university I would at times talk to myself like that and I have seen a massive growth and change in myself as a person when I stopped talking to myself negatively and when I started to tell myself and started to have a better relationship with myself and started telling myself things that I would tell other people it doesn't make sense to me why we would invest our time and words and effort and energy into other people and tell them the things that they want to hear and tell them the things that motivate them when we can't do that for ourselves at the end of the day your job is to prioritize yourself because no one is going to come and do the hard work for you no one is going to come and make and put the effort in for you so why is it that we spend so much time we spend so much of our words on other people and make them feel good and we can't even do the minimum of that for ourselves there is nothing wrong with talking to people positively with telling them the things that they want to hear that's completely good if anything however you should also be doing that for yourself so here's the way you are going to fix this you are going to start telling yourself the things that first of all you would tell other people when it comes to those situations if for example you are in university and you are really struggling with your assignments with your exams or you don't understand the um content you are struggling to make friends you are struggling socially you are not going to put your 
down yourself. You're not going to put yourself down. You're not going to tell yourself negative things that you wouldn't tell anyone else. That's the first thing you need to do. The second thing you need to do is you need to practice affirmations. The two things that I have done in the last year, and I think it's been about, I'd say perhaps around three to four months, um, I have two apps on my phone. And the first one is called Motivation. And the second one is called Mantra. Mantra is more like an affirmation type of app. And Motivation is more like quite literally a motivational quote type of app. I then went into my notifications and I made sure that they send me notifications I think four times a day or three times a day and every time they pop up on my screen I make sure that I read those and I make sure that I'm not just dismissing them I make sure that I am actually understanding what it means so for example currently if I open my phone on my widgets at the on my lock screen my mantra app you can actually enable that as a widget and my first one is I am open to receive and the second one is failure is a great teacher if you're open to it now the first thing I would do is I would look at that and think does that apply to me 100% yes that does apply to me I am open to receive I'm open to receive money I'm open to receive love. I'm open to receive um, work, discipline. I'm open to receive my spirituality and my relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And I will embody that in myself. I can only be open to receive if I do not limit myself. If I'm limiting myself, I can't receive every single thing in this world. That relates to an abundance mindset, which is an episode that we will do um, perhaps later on in the January month. Now, the second one about failure. Failure is a great teacher if you're open to it. The often often what we do as, as humans is we take failure as a stab to our chest. We let it cripple us. We let it make us go into bed for the next few days and we let it completely shatter us. This could be failure in school failure in your relationships, failure in your relationship with your God, failure in um, your business, failure in a um, hobby, failure in a sport, failure in anything. And what we do is we let that one hurdle that we basically did not cross, we let that one step that put us back completely eradicate it in our lives we let it absolutely destroy us and there have been so many times that we have done this when I um was on the physician associate course um which was a master's that I completed uh, sorry I did not complete that's the whole point of the story but I uh, basically attended a um about six months of a master's for the physician associate course um, at a prestigious Russell Group University um, at the beginning of 2022 and I dropped out uh, in September in September 2022 and in between that time I realized that the more time I spent on that course the more miserable I was becoming the more I realized this is not for me the more I struggled with placement at hospitals and I realized that hey you know what I don't have to keep going on with this in my life if I was very scared of failure, because quite frankly, I, by dropping out, I chose not to go ahead with it. And therefore, in some way, you can consider that as a failed attempt of, of becoming a physician associate. And I gladly accept that with open hands. Um, but if I had thought to myself that, do you know what? If I drop out, I'm going to fail. I'm going to look like a loser. I'm going to look like a joke. People are going to look at me and think, oh my God, like she spent money on this course. She... Um, she she put her time and effort into it she's wasted six months of her life oh she really wanted to be a physician associate and it never worked out if I had let all of those limiting beliefs entertain me I would have then thought you know what to avoid that and to avoid the embarrassment and to avoid myself looking like a joke and to avoid the failure I would have carried on staying on that course what that could have done was two things that could have either absolutely put me into greater misery which then affected my mental health even more than it was already being affected or I would have eventually at some point failed because I hated it so much so 
it was just a, a lose-lose situation for me if I didn't accept failure. Now, I realized that this is not what I want to do. I left it, I dropped out and I chose to take the L, quite frankly. And I chose to accept that failure for me. I have never been happier. Alhamdulillah, I have never been happier than I know myself right right now to be. I consider myself to be incredibly happy, alhamdulillah, and to be one of the happiest people I know as well. And I don't think that that would have been me if I had stayed on that course. If I had not pursued something that I now am so passionate about, that I love, that I love to wake up to do, no matter how hard it gets, no matter how draining it gets at times, no matter how much I can struggle at times with it, I know that I am passionate about it and I know that I am motivated about it. Now, if I had carried on and let the fear of failure stop me I may never have been in the position I am in today so you have to remember that if you are going to fail that's completely fine just don't limit yourself don't talk to yourself like you are a second class citizen you need to start affirming what you want in life another thing to help you fix this is to journal you need to journal and get better with who you are as a person you need to get to know yourself how are you going to speak well to yourself if you don't even know yourself some people might be sitting here thinking oh god like I'm I know myself like I literally have thoughts and talks with myself all the time I'm literally my own person I know myself better than anyone and that could be true however you've never taken the time out to actually write down how you feel to actually discuss how you feel some people don't like to write some people like to voice note I know someone who um voice notes how they felt about the day and um basically creates like voice note audios on their phone that they can then listen back to whenever they feel like for me as as crazy it sounds because I'm literally a podcaster and I literally talk every single day into a mic I hate the sound of my own voice and uh, that's not to say that I have a horrible voice it's just a human thing of hearing your own voice back because the decibels are different than what how you hear it when it's coming out of your mouth and so I also love to write and I love using literally pen and paper so I always write when I'm writing I will always talk to myself in the way that I know I can achieve anything that I want I remember looking back into my journals from 2021 and in there pretty much everything that I had written down that I wanted to achieve alhamdulillah with the grace and happiness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala I was blessed and I was able to achieve every single thing that I had done through my hard work and through my um blessings that I received from God and including the physician associate uh, course I remember when I went for the interview for that it was an online interview and what they do is it's basically an MMI interview which is like a multiple uh, mini multiple like question interview so you are rotating into different kind of like rooms and they'll ask you one question they give you a scenario and you have to basically discuss that with them and all of that I was really really curious about how I had basically performed on that so what I did was I took the time out to um, email the um, course leaders at that university and ask them for feedback on my interview and ask them for the grades and the scores so um, I'll literally read the email out to you guys because I've just found this this was sent to me on the 19th of May 2021 and um, many thanks for your email we are delighted to hear that you are looking forward to joining us at that university you performed extremely well at the interview you scored maximum marks in two of the stations and performed very high in the remaining three stations please find your scores below for the first five sorry for the five interview stations so there were five interview stations and each one was provided with a scenario in the first one I got 17 out of 20 the second one I got full marks out of 20 the third one I got full marks out of 25 the fourth one I got 12 out of 15 and the last one I got 18 out of 20 what does that show me it shows me that first of all I was more than capable of being on that course and actually going ahead to become a physician associate um second of all it shows me that 
I have the ability to achieve pretty much anything that I put my mind to it because I will always exceed my own expectations in what I choose to do. I never thought that going on to that interview, I would be able to get such high marks. But I did think that I was capable and I was able to join them on that course. And that's why I even applied in the first place. Now, when I received that information, I did not think, oh yeah, okay, that's fine. I actually celebrated that. I celebrated that as a success and I was so happy about that. And to this day, I hold that as one of my high accomplishments in my life. Because if you're not going to celebrate yourself and you're going to celebrate your own successes, I guarantee you, you're not going to be able to see when you do good. Any little thing that happens that is good in your life that you feel like you did well on, you need to celebrate that. You need to tell yourself that that was good. You need to have those conversations with yourselves. The way that I find so easy to do that is journaling. I love journaling. Um, I love to write down. No matter how many times I want to talk about it, I will talk about it. No matter how many times I want to write about it, I will write about it in whatever way, whatever system, because I know that I allow myself to discuss things that I want in that journal. And that's what I love about it. I do not talk negatively to myself. I do not use words. I do not use phrases. I do not attack the way I look. I do not attack my uh, work. I do not attack my my thoughts. I don't do any of that. And um, I will never ever discuss or speak to myself in a way that I would never choose to talk to someone else. And that is something that I stand by and it's helped me massively in life. It has allowed me to unlimit, unlimit myself to anything that I want. That is the first way you are going to stop limiting yourself. I think the second way that some people choose to limit themselves is incredibly important not just for our limiting mindsets but also for the way that we deal with everything in life and the way that you prioritize yourself number two you do not set boundaries with people around you so therefore you do not prioritize yourself and quite often that results in letting people walk all over you now let's talk about this I recently had a follower reach out to me with some really interesting juicy questions about the podcast one of their questions was that in one of the episodes I spoke about setting boundaries and living how to be on your own and choosing to spend time with yourself on your own she said that she didn't really understand it and she didn't really understand what I meant by setting boundaries now when we talk about boundaries and when we talk about setting them with people and with yourself as well you are talking about negotiables and non-negotiables that you allow to enter in your life This is incredibly important because in order to prioritize yourself and achieve your goals, you need to first of all sit down and think what are the things that I will allow myself to love, to have, to experience in life and what are the things that may stop me from doing those in my life? What are the things that are going to stop me or prevent me or limit me from achieving my goals and achieving a better mindset for achieving my own happy state of mind? These are your non-negotiables. What you need to do is you need to really sit down and think about the type of people that you let in your life the type of activities that you let in your life that you may surround yourself in the type of environments that you allow yourself to be in that you are happy to be in and the ones that you would stay far far away from the type of things that you are going to say no to recently in a conversation with one of my friends one of my best friends um she one of her goals for 2024 was to say no to more people my best friend one of my best friends at least um she is probably to this day and I always say this about everyone she could not hurt a fly um so I don't I when I said I say this about everyone I mean I mean I say this to everyone but she could not hurt a fly she could not cause damage to someone and could not ridicule themselves could not themselves or 
them as a person she cannot mock them anything like that she has quite literally a heart of gold and it is one of the things that are so special about her also the downside to that is sometimes you find it very very hard to say no to people so her goal for 2024 was to say no more and recently because of one of her um one of the people that she knew was ill and she's very concerned about her own health and her mother's health so she had to turn around to this person and say do you know what no like I'm not going to come over I'm not going to you know um spend that time because I'm just worried about my health and I'm worried about my mom's health and I think if I go over I might catch something and bring it home and that was like her first way of saying no and then the person that she said this to responded to her a bit you know not not in like a not in the way that they were entirely pleased with that but what my friend decided to do was not actually respond to that and she chose to actually just leave it as it is it didn't need responding to it didn't need snowballing into a bigger problem into a bigger impact and so she just left it there because she was choosing to say no this time and prioritize herself so that is one example of how she chose to say no to more people but saying no to people is not a way of being harsh it's not a way of being selfish it's not a way of being cruel or cold-hearted or not not thinking about them not loving them not feeling them that's not what it is it is about putting yourself first and looking back at your list of negotiables and non-negotiables we encompass this into a word called boundaries so what that means is the way you are going to fix being so available being so open to other people being so um such a person where you may want to achieve certain things in the day-to-day but then someone asks you to do something for them who um, are maybe an outside person and you leave what you need to do to go and help them in their problems, which is fine if it was an emergency, but if it's an everyday thing, that's not really necessarily a good thing to do. Another example of that would be if you um, are struggling with money this month and you've got some bills to pay and you've got some other priority priorities to pay for and you're struggling with cash so you've limited your budget but then your friends all decide to go out and they're like you need to come with those come with those come with those and you feel like you can't say no to them and you don't want to let them down and you don't want to disappoint them so what you start doing is you're dipping into your savings or you're dipping into that other part where you put money aside for and you then go out with them or even worse you may then think it's okay if I just go into overdraft this month and because then I'll just I'll just like next time when I get paid I'll put that into it that is not okay because in no way have you prioritized yourself you've not gone out because you wanted to you've gone out because you didn't want to disappoint them people and that is a way of quite literally limiting yourself because you did not have a boundary you didn't have a boundary with finances you didn't have a boundary with friends and you didn't have a boundary of saying no that was all you basically committing to those non-negotiables you weren't respecting those you weren't respecting your own your own privacy you weren't respecting your 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 finances anything like that so what you need to do, and this is one way you're going to fix this, you are going to create a list of your negotiables and your non-negotiables. I will give you an example. One of my non-negotiables are I definitely do not vibe with shisha, with smoking, with vaping, with alcohol. These types of elements in my life are not okay. They are non-negotiables. Now, you need to do this for different sides and sections of your life. You need to do this for your um, relationship with Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala. What are your negotiables and non-negotiables? So for example, um, one of your non-negotiables may be that you may never miss a salah. Wherever you are, you're gonna prioritize your salah. A um, negotiable may be that... um, I'm trying to think of a negotiable now um, that at times when um, you've got really, really busy, you may decide to um, 
and quickly pray salah in a car park or you may decide to pray salah in the four thirds um at your workplace something like that um what are your negotiables and non-negotiables when it comes to relationships those can be your personal relationships your family relationships and your friend ships essentially what are your negotiables and non-negotiables to your work a non-negotiable mine for example is i do not have my emails i'm not logged into my work emails on my phone i don't see the point in that because if i've left work now i've left work whatever that email is it can wait till the morning and also in the holidays as well so if i'm on annual leave if i'm not at work i'm not going to be checking my emails because it just doesn't make sense to me to to look at those if it was something where i have actually decided to get on with some work that is when i would be like right i'm gonna do some work some outside work uh for my profession and therefore i'm gonna sit down and check my emails that makes sense but a non-negotiable would be for me i will never have my emails on my phone so things like this you need to sit down and make these lists and then you need to stick to those because those are your boundaries now you will never cross those and you will never allow other people to cross them if you have a uh, problem with saying no to people you need to explain this to them so for example if a friend was to invite me out to a shisha bar or suggest it i'd like you know what like no i'm not gonna lie like i don't feel comfortable with that and nor do my parents as well and therefore like i don't want to do that but how about this if you want to go for the shisha club that's fine you go and um, i'll probably just catch up with you later or if you want to go for a meal before that that's completely fine I'll, let's go for a meal and then you guys can go off there i'll go do something else that is how you work and you liaise with people around your boundaries okay it doesn't mean you become harsh you start cutting people off it just means that you start liaising and you start cooperating better so that is the second way that you perhaps may be limiting yourself by having no boundaries and how you will fix them you will fix them by creating a negotiable and non-negotiable list and seeing what your boundaries are surrounding by that and learning how to say no to people by prioritizing yourself the third way that you may be limiting yourself you are not organized enough and therefore that means you do not pre-plan your week your days and your hours by not being organized you are not essentially telling yourself what you need to be achieving you are not telling yourself what you accept and what you expect from yourself as a human what that means is that the very high value type of people the very people that have prioritized their goals and have achieved those goals are people who have been organized are people that who plan ahead quite frankly i think the statistic was something along the lines of by the end of january january about 38 percent of people fail in their new year's goals the percentage actually could be larger than this so the likelihood of you going ahead and actually achieving what you said you will achieve is very very low you want to actually combat this statistic and you don't want to be a part of it and one of the ways that you are going to do this is by becoming way more organized what this means is that you need to break down your goals successfully into what you want to do in a week in a day and how then that corresponds back to your goal so for example let's talk about spirituality let's talk about islam as an example whether you're a christian whether you're jewish whether you follow any other type of religion that's completely fine maybe there are ways that you can also incorporate this in your life which very much everyone can if you are not spiritual that's completely fine as well you may have things that you may do like meditation you may have things that you do for mental mental health um, and stuff like that so for example with spirituality the way that i would become organized because i don't want to limit myself if one of my goals surrounds spirituality i want to make sure that i achieve this and i don't just write it down as a resolution and then i don't look back to it i want to make sure that i am basically action planning this and breaking it down into smaller concepts into smaller tasks that then reflect and achieve my progress for that goal so for example one of my goals for 2024 may be that i want to get closer to my 
religion. I want to get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now, hang on, I may have written this goal down and my brother may have written this goal down as well. However, what I perceive as being close to Allah may be entirely different to what he perceives as being close to Allah. So what that means is that don't, first of all, view your goals through the eyes of other people because what you want to achieve may be very different from them and that's necessary that's quite frankly true and second of all you need to plan it according to you as a person so if I look at this goal this is a overarching goal for 2024 let's say how am I going to break this down well first of all I'm going to look at the things that I want to change about my life that will help me get close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and allow me to be more aligned with my Islamic views and principles how am I going to do this I'm going to look at the things that I don't like or like in my life one of the things that I really like in my life is that I don't talk um very like abrasively like as in I don't swear in my language I don't cuss um I try to keep it very PG at all times and I like that because even in Islam we are told to be very careful with our tongue and very careful with our speech so that is something that I'm happy with another thing that I might want to work on is for example my modesty so I know modesty is quite frankly the branch of Islam that allows Islam to be identified as that religion so for example I'm really proud of myself for being a hijabi and for wearing the hijab however I want to improve this for 2024 by starting to wear more abayas and kind of reducing the amount of makeup I wear how will I do this well in the first month of January, what I'm going to do is I am going to um, make sure that I try and wear a bias twice a week when I go out. Perhaps I don't go out that much. So maybe it might be once a week. Um, and if I'm at the workplace, let's say, for example, one of my goals is to dress more modestly at the workplace. So what I might do is at least once a week, I might aim to wear an abaya or as well, anything else that I wear at work, I'm always going to make sure, does it cover my body and is it loose? flowing around my body that is an example what I may then also do is write this down in my diary so for example I have a view of um let's say Monday to Sunday and on my Wednesday I will write down that my goal is to wear an abaya to work quite frankly literally just write that down you may feel a bit silly for writing that down you may think oh why am I having to write this down like oh my god this is so cringe and I know that at times you can feel that way but that's because number one you are holding yourself accountable and number two you are then being able to track your progress because when you tick that off your list and you look back over your diary you look back over wherever you've written it down you'll see ah actually I did do this also it's forcing yourself to hold yourself accountable you know if you don't tick that off you've not achieved it but then also you're not even putting the effort in to achieve your goals and you wanted to do this at the beginning of the year it's going to be hard no one said it was going to be easy but that is one of the ways you're going to hold yourself accountable and you're going to stop limiting yourself because if you don't achieve that goal over this week in turn you've not really made any progress towards your end of year goal your 2024 goal if that makes sense another thing that I'm going to do is I'm going to track every single prayer that I pray every single day for the week so you have to pray five times a week, uh, five times a day, and in a week you've got seven days. That's thirty-five prayers that you need to have ticked off your list. Now, what does this do? It makes sure that you, again you are holding yourself accountable. Number two, you are tracking your progress because your goal, one of the goals to help you get close to Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, was to make sure that you consistently pray your five salahs a day. So you can track this and at the end of the week you can see how well you did this or there may be a certain prayer that you kept missing you have to look at that and tackle that so hang on I keep missing Asr because um for example uh 
Esther is at, let's say, three. it's at three o'clock. It's not at three o'clock currently. Let's just say it's at three o'clock. Oh, well, at that time, I'm always in a meeting with a certain, I don't know, um, person. So uh, that meeting overruns a lot. And then before you know it, it's time for Maghrib. So I'm missing it, right? What can I do to combat this? So what I can maybe do is actually tell them and inform them that I do have a prayer that I need to pray very quickly in this. Or actually, I do get a break in that meeting as well of 15 minutes. In that time, I'm going to make sure that I've already got my wudu from before my meeting and then make sure I quickly go and pray that things like this are going to help you to tackle the problems we're not saying that you have to take every single thing off this list we are saying that when there is a time when you start to see a pattern that you're not being able to achieve that goal you're going to look at that goal and you're going to be like right how do I tackle this and how do I make it better in that way you are not limiting yourself because you are holding yourself accountable you are tracking your progress and then in turn you're looking at back at your goal and you're remembering that and you are actually putting the work in to achieve that you are only going to be able to do any of this if you are actually organized so for those people who are limiting themselves they may not be organized they may not have an effective routine in place to plan my suggestion to you and how to fix this would be first of all get to grips with planning I would recommend getting a diary of some sort or a planner I have got an undated planner that I bought from Amazon and it's literally called um it's called flowery it's literally called the flowery journal quite frankly the thing that I love about this journal is that it's undated and I love that because I actually started this planner around September and so that works well for me because I didn't start it at January and so that works for me maybe if you don't want to do that and you want to be more like a time structure because you can't be bothered kind of dating yourself you can get a dated planner and then in every single box I write down everything that I want to achieve in that day on the side as well I've got a little tick box section of the main goals I absolutely need to be ticked off for that week so for example if I look at mine for this week one of my main goals was um to arrange my podcast episode and and actually do it on the Saturday because one of my main goals this year is to be more consistent and more effective with my podcast I sometimes end up leaving it very late on a Sunday sometimes I end up like missing it and I don't want to do that so that's why I I wrote that down there and I've made sure then when it comes to Saturday on my planner I've written it down and quite frankly I've written down podcast plan and record ASAP I've written I've then drawn a little red tick box to that and then after I've recorded this I'm going to check that off um and it really helps me to stay accountable as well so these are like ways I'm holding myself accountable another way would be to also maybe if you want to do it um on your phone uh, you can add it as a task on your calendar or your reminders app and that will allow you to look back at it constantly set times on that so it pops up as a notification on your screen these are all ways that you are going to organize yourself the key however is to organize yourself on a weekly to daily schedule overall look at everything you want to achieve in a week then start planning that down to your days and then always make sure that those actions that you've written down relate back to your goals as well so if they are work related and you are working nine to five between Monday to Friday what are you doing in that day that is going to then achieve that promotion that you want at work for example what is it going to help you to do with your finances how are you um slotting in time for your family and your friends which is then going to achieve your goal to get closer to them in 2024 all of these types of things that you are slotting down in your diary need to be related in some way or the other back to your own overall 2024 goals and by achieving them you are not limiting yourself you're actually giving yourself the potential to do anything and you are actually getting more organized as well so these are the ways that you are going to stop limiting yourself in 2024 you are going to start fixing these problems let's have a quick breakdown of what we just looked through so the first one was that you are talking to yourself negatively and you're using negative words we need to stop this how are we going to fix this we're going to talk to ourselves the way we would talk to everyone else you are going to stop talking to yourself 
as if you're a second class person, as if you're a second class citizen, you are going to create affirmations for yourself and tell yourself the things that you would want to hear. You are going to celebrate your successes. You might even download apps such as the motivation app and the mantra app that is not promoted in any way, by the way, and I'm not getting sponsored for that. Um, and these are going to help you to fix the way you talk to yourself because that is a limiting factor. The second one was boundaries. You don't set boundaries with people and that means that you don't prioritize yourself and therefore you let people walk all over you and you value them over yourself the way you are going to fix this is you're going to sit down and write a list of negotiables and non-negotiables you are then going to see what you allow into your life and what you refuse to let into your life you're going to actually kind of like um categorize them into different aspects such as relationships environments mindset and mentality spirituality work related financially related and therefore you're going to look at how you create boundaries over these and how you're going to say no to people and liaise that with them and the last one was you do not pre-plan you don't organize yourself and therefore if you're not organizing yourself you've got your set goals but you've not actually thought them through and you're not doing anything to achieve them the way you're going to fix this is you're going to start planning and preparing that could be physically in the form of a planner um, where you write down your overall tasks you want to achieve for that week. How do they relate back to your goals? And then you're going to slot them into your days and actually hold yourself accountable by ticking them off, by marking them down and by looking at where you can fix the mistakes if you struggled with one goal or the other. Another way to do this is either on your phone through a calendar app or on your reminders app where you can set times for it and then it will come up as a notification that you've got to tick off. You will then always review this by the end of the week and look at where you did well and where you really struggled with a certain goal and how you fix this and tackle it and then eventually this will help you achieve your overall arching goals and I hope guys that that was a really informative podcast episode on the three ways you are limiting yourself and the ways to fix it inshallah we've got many more episodes just like this coming for you in 2024 i pray that you join us for the rest of them and inshallah starting from next week as well we will get back on it with the reddit threads as well because i just love the aspect of how we add that how we personalize it and yeah it's just a great time to just share a really good juicy kind of story with you guys and have a conversation around it but i'm gonna leave it at this um, time slot is about 55 minutes so if you listen to all of that thank you so much what I would like is some uh, feedback on this episode if you can do so please 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 head over to my Instagram which is the word affairs and on TikTok too um, you can also send me an email if you don't know about this um, I've got a website www thewordaffairs.co.uk where you can literally access all of my episodes at the bottom of that website page you have got a um, message section where you can pop a little message for me and send it me it will come straight through to my email inbox it's the first thing I will see on my phone and it's a notification I've enabled and then I will get back to you within that week and we can have a really good discussion about that thank you so much for taking the time out to listen to this episode and I hope to see you next week inshallah but until then take care